0: Thank you for listening to the Two by Four Student Podcast, the podcast two students, by students, for students. All right, welcome, welcome to the Two x Four Student Podcast. We are here once again. I've surrounded myself with the best, the best, and the brightest teenagers—American teenagers. American teenagers. I could possibly find. So we're going to go around the table, and uh, you're going to introduce yourself, say hello, tell us your name, and tell us maybe a little interesting factoid about yourself. Could be anything, shallow, deep, lighthearted, deep, dark, whatever, whatever you want. We'll start with this this fine-looking gentleman to my left.
1: Um, I am Christian Estes, and an interesting fact about me. Oh, man, I don't know. Maybe I need some help. I feel like the fact should be from someone else. Oh, What's an interesting okay, fact about okay. me? Okay, My peers.
0: Mm-hmm. Peers.
1: <laughs> um, Tell me something interesting about myself I don't already know.
2: I mean, you can play pretty much, like, three sports and handle school all at one time. It's very confusing.
0: And when, I, when we say three, I think we mean all. Like, yes. you're one of the most, like, talented athletic people I know. Thank you. You seem really good at everything. You're one of those guys. You're one of those guys that guys like me are just jealous of. Like, oh man, I want to be like that guy. Yeah, seriously. So, is there a sport that you that you have ever tried and you either didn't like it or you weren't good at it?
1: Plenty, but come to mind golf.
0: Golf. Okay. Yes, we recently okay.
1: went to Drive Shack. And oh, I love found that place. That I can hit a golf ball if it's with a baseball bat, but not with a golf club. <laughs> so,
0: did you take a baseball bat to drive? I shack? wish I
1: had. <laughs> I wish I had. That would be awesome. Latent Tar frowned upon. Yeah, my golfing skills.
0: Oh, that's okay. Don't don't let that don't let that discourage you. All right, next in line.
2: Hi, I'm Cassie, and a fun fact about me is I'm from Wyoming, that uh, which is a state that no one knows lives there.
0: I I have not ever been to Wyoming. Were you born there? No, I was born in Colorado. Okay. Colorado. Okay. All right. And that that is an interesting fact. And I, I don't know many people from Wyoming, except for your family, of course. So all right,
3: next. <laughs> I'm Catherine. Um I think I've read one
0: book cover to
3: cover, like prologue epilogue index wow like one book. like all
0: of it yeah just read the whole thing only one yeah i i am one of those chronic i just skip like the yeah. introduction right the acknowledgements yeah i just get right to wherever the chapter one page is and what book was it
3: what was that history book i was reading
0: all the president's men uh-huh. oh okay did you read it too christian no, no, no. i just okay. talked about it
3: so much because i hated it Really, yeah, it was okay. like about the Nixon campaign and okay. the um Watergate scandal,
0: interesting, yeah, so the, I guess this was, was a school assignment, yes, oh my yeah, gosh. the first book, and this is a little embarrassing, the first book that i that I read that I like read the whole thing, I wasn't I think I was a junior in high school, like I'm talking about not like Dr. Seuss, but like a book book. Mm-hmm. I read Hamlet and it was a, an assignment in English, and I loved it once I got used to like the Shakespearean you know yeah. the rhythm and all that stuff but yeah loved it so yeah i was not i was not a big reader but anyway okay so um today we are i'm just going to shoot some random questions at you okay and uh, however many of you want to answer the question uh then yeah it's up to you okay first question what is something that you and your parents disagree about school like that you should go or
2: um that which like, I don't think they really understand, um, like, when I'm saying something that's actually what's happening. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: So, they don't think that it's, a, it's like, what you te- say school is like, that it's actually like that?
2: That, and when it comes to, like, grades and assignments, okay. I tell them, oh, the teacher is doing this and stuff. Okay. But they just want to get deeper and know more when I'm telling them everything.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. I I would say kind of off that sports. They don't really they understand the spectator part of it. Yeah. And they understand that someone they love is playing the game, therefore mm-hmm. they want to be involved in it. Yeah. But they don't understand the game itself. They don't understand the little details, the hidden messages among okay. the game that oh. shouldn't be Said, I guess I don't know. It's it's okay. kind of little things about the game that okay. some spectators don't understand.
0: Oh, okay. I yeah. would love. Can you think of like an example of what like what that would include? Because as a spectator, I would want to know like what am I what am I missing?
1: Right. Well, here's a big one. If you are ever at a sporting event, mm-hmm. whether that be basketball, uh, volleyball, anything that is keeping score on a scoreboard, yeah, and the score is wrong, yeah. Someone will fix it. Yeah. You don't – the spectators don't need to let them know that the score is wrong. Okay. Someone, they have someone on the book that will fix it.
0: So okay. that, is, that is a big
1: one that a lot of people do. All right. Um, that's funny. So that's important. Right. Note to everyone.
0: Everyone. This is your, this is your spectator PSA. Please do not take it upon yourself. To scream the correct score, yes, <laughs> from the stands
2: or yeah, scoreboard That's from it. across the right. gym. Right. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, scoreboard. Um, I remember my wife told me that they would they would do that when when um their team was winning, but the other team was starting to rally. The whole side of their bleachers would chant scoreboard just to like remind the other team we're yeah. still winning. So yeah. Just trying a way to, to try, just another way to crush spirits. That's what spectators are there for. Uh, so anyway, um, okay, all right, Catherine. What about you? I've been
3: thinking while they were talking, and I don't know how much we disagree. As much as we just like don't get along about certain things. Okay. But I think the biggest thing that we disagree about is my dog's body fat percentage, <laughs> because my family thinks my dog is obese, overweight, and uh-huh. all these negative words, and I think she's perfect. Christian thinks she's it's fat too.
0: What <laughs> it's what's inside that counts, <laughs> unless you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
2: another uh, one. Funny dogs. Dogs are <laughs> a big one.
0: So, so you have a you have a would you say morbidly obese dog? No,
3: she's <laughs> she has a hard time walking, D- but I think when that's
0: she walks, <laughs> is there any part of her that drops? <laughs> That's okay. what I want to know. Not, no. yet. <laughs> Not yet. We're right at that threshold of she's, something. She's got the wrinkled, dragging.
1: wrinkled fat overlaying each other. No,
3: no, you guys are misunderstanding her.
1: Okay, she
3: she just likes to sleep so much that the food that she eats doesn't get burned off because she's a nap dog. Right. Therefore, increasing dog. the level
0: of fat. <laughs> no. uh, I think just that works extra with skin to cuddle. I think that works with humans too. Actually, coincidentally, I think humans can fall into the same. Trap, too much napping, not enough <laughs> metabolism burning.
2: Yeah, dogs is a big one that yeah. our parents yeah. disagree with. That's
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Now, you guys have a puppy, right?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. I also have a puppy. That is not... Your dog is so cute. Not yet obese, but who knows? Oh, He might become a napping dog like yours
3: <laughs> She's always sleeping. Uh,
0: that's funny. That's funny. She's living the dream is what it is. I mean, that's for some people. That is... Wish I was a dog so I could just sleep all the time. Very true. Okay. Next question. What is one characteristic you must have in a friend? And for our listeners, I didn't prep anybody. So just a little bit of thinking silence is all.
2: I feel like they have to just be like caring. And okay. Make, I mean, there
0: for you. Yeah. Nova. Yeah. Okay. All right. Christian,
1: Catherine? I definitely think funny or just fun yeah. at times in, right. in such a general way they just have to make you laugh and be able to laugh with you yeah um fun
0: to be with oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah yep catherine how about you i'd say trust 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 yeah. someone who's trustworthy yeah that's but good it's
3: not like i have secrets but right. still i'd like yeah. to know someone can All keep right. a secret yeah <laughs> for
0: sure yeah <laughs> if you ever had one All right right i totally get it yeah and i and i've always felt like you can't Any healthy relationship that you have is always going to have trust as the foundation. If you don't have trust, then you really don't have a relationship. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, Okay, here's another question. What is the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation? Reconciliation is a big, big word. Forgiveness and reconciliation. What's the difference?
3: Isn't, like, reconciling, like, meeting terms and, like, moving forward from what happened? Yeah. And forgiving that's is, like... That's a good way to put it, yeah. You forgot about it, like, you know, you don't think about it anymore when you look at the person. Okay. they're different now?
0: Okay. Maybe. I think, ideally, if you forgive someone, then you can move past it. Yeah? That's good. Cassie? Christian? What do you think?
2: Um, I say forgiving, like, you forgive them... But you're still, like, not the same as what you were, like, before. Okay. But, like, with reconciliation, you're coming together hmm. and you're putting the past behind you yeah. and you're moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Christian, you want to add anything?
2: Um,
1: I mean, they really said it pretty well. Yeah. I think it's important not only to forgive someone but – and not just move past it but move past it with meaning. Yeah. If anything, just, you know, not forgetting about the past but – uh, learning from the past and yeah. Yeah. developing, adapting from that.
0: Yeah. I I think that you can forgive. You can, you can, there can be forgiveness and it can be just a, like a one-sided thing. Like in your heart, you can decide to forgive that person who you feel wronged you. And you can, you can do that solo, like just on your own. But I, f- I feel like reconciliation, maybe it takes a coming together, like Catherine, like you were saying, like of the two people and just really kind of like, whether it's just a heart-to-heart conversation or coming to an agreement or bringing things back together. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's kind of like like I can – someone hurt me. Someone said something that was either like intentionally or maybe even unintentionally, but either way it hurt me in some way. And I can just decide without ever talking to them. I can just decide that I'm not going to let that keep me prisoner anymore. I'm going to forgive them so that I can move on, and that's forgiveness. Um, But then reconciliation, I want to meet with that person. I want to explain to them where I'm at, how I'm feeling, how that hurt me, and giving them an opportunity because maybe it was just a misunderstanding or miscommunication or whatever it was. Maybe I'm in the wrong, but we actually have a coming together and we, we want we want to move forward together. And I would think probably your closer relationships are the ones where you would, you know, really go kind of the extra mile, so to speak, with reconciliation. So but yeah, that's good. Um okay, let's do one more. Um do do do. I'm just looking through my uh through my list. Oh, okay. Um What what would you do if if someone trapped you in a situation that you didn't want to be in? Who would you call? Who would you call for help? Like get me out of this.
3: Well, my biggest fear is being captured and tortured. Like, that's my all-time uh-huh. biggest fear.
0: I, I, don't, I don't think you're alone in that. So
3: I understand. If I were, like, trapped somewhere I didn't want to be trapped, I would start crying. Like, okay. I would cry. All right. Well, that's,
0: that's a good strategy. That will. And then, like, all those action <laughs> movies that I've watched,
3: right. I would start, like, hyping myself up and think I could, like, get myself out of the situation yeah. knowing I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. probably call Christian if I could. <gasps> yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd bring my samurai sword.
0: Yeah. Christian to the rescue. Yeah. it would be sweet. <laughs> Just start lopping heads off with your samurai sword. <laughs> Sweet. It's plastic. All right, well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's plastic. <laughs> well, then you're going cool to be giving like,
1: paper someone. cuts <laughs> with
0: cool sounds. <laughs> <laughs> maybe hitting them on the head with the side of the sword, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Cassie, what about you? Who would you call?
2: Um. Well, I've – well – when I'm stuck in a situation like I don't want to be in... Well, so, for example, I use math class as an example. Okay. I don't... I really... Because <laughs> who wants
0: to be there? Right.
2: Really, I really don't want to be in math, and that class is just too long, and so I figured out the other day that the only way to get through it is if you participate.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: so um, I participate in math class just to get through, but if, like, I was in Catherine's situation where I was, like, trapped and being tortured or something, yeah. um, I would... Say I can do it, and then I will call Christian.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, Christian, same thing. <laughs> I'm just going to round it out. I, if I was in a situation, I would call you. Christian, please speed dial. save us. Yep. We all have Christian on our speed dial, As, and, it's, and it's under superhero. Yeah, so Christian's going to swoop in with Let's his go. plastic samurai sword he's going to going to save the day. But Cassie, I love that you what you figured out about participating in math class. That's I think is the opposite of what I would have done and what I did do when I was in your place in math class. I just got so I would literally get angry at math. Like I don't know what that how how that happens, but and I don't know why, but I would just get so mad at numbers and equations. It just made me so so irate. I would just shut down. So, I
2: get mad if I don't understand
0: it yeah, and well, that was me twenty four seven when it comes to math, I never understood what the what the point was, so but that was just me, but I appreciate and I think it's awesome that you you are participating in order to move things along because you know that's the best option it
2: goes by faster
0: right yeah, and it goes yeah, it goes by faster man that's that's solid gold advice, so if you're in a class you don't want to be in, participating is going to be your best way out of it. At least faster. And you're probably going to learn some things along the way. Rather than, like me, just shutting down and getting nothing out of it. And just stewing in my own seething, white-hot anger toward numbers and math in general. But anyway, it wasn't until college that I started to have more of a math brain. But I really don't have much of a... I just say I'm allergic to numbers. That's the way it works. I break out in a rash when I get around numbers. But yeah. (laughs) Can't get breathe. can't out. breathe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, my throat closes up. I swell. It's just really bad.
2: I physically can't talk. Get around, That's why I don't participate.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, hey, I just want to thank you all for being a part of the podcast today. It's been fun getting to know you even a little bit better. We learned a lot about Christian and his life-saving abilities with his plastic sword. Yeah. We learned that Catherine knows exactly how to reconcile with oh. somebody, which is awesome. And Cassie gave us that golden tidbit of information, advice about participation in a class you don't like. So, yeah, good job, you guys. Knocked it out of the park. All right, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this episode of the 2x4 Student Podcast. Everybody say bye. 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 See ya. Thank you for listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast two students, by students, for students.